This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Welcome to MisfitsAudio.com's presentation of Santa's Kitten. Written and produced by Captain John Tatterzak. For lots of family-friendly audio theater, join us online at MisfitsAudio.com. And now, Santa's Kitten. It was just over a week before Christmas in this modern town of malls and shopping centers. The weather was routine for the third week in December, provided you lived in the southern part of Cleveland, Ohio, in a town called Macedonia. The announcement over the car radio warned of a heavy snowstorm headed in from the west later that evening. So Jennifer's mom, Ruby, drove her daughter to the nearby mall with every intention of returning home in plenty of time to miss the storm. It was Jen's wish to give Santa's helper her Christmas list. When they got to the mall, the line was longer than they expected, but Jennifer was able to ask Santa's helper for the item on her list. When mother and daughter left the mall much later, they discovered night had already fallen, along with some heavy snow that blanketed the area. Make sure you buckle up, Jennifer. The roads look really nasty tonight. All set, Mom. Was there any one special gift you asked Santa for? Yes, the same one I asked him for last year. A little kitten. Oh, Jen, you know, a kitten demands a lot of attention and money. It will need shots, food, and a lot of loving patience. I know, Mom. And that's why I also asked for kitty food and that he would already have his shots. <laughs> well, we'll see what he can do, but don't get your hopes up too much. Santa knows what we can afford and not. Things have not been going well lately. Like most young families, even with two working parents, financial responsibilities have become the number one issue. And taking on another bill was something this family tried to avoid. They sure weren't exaggerating about this snowstorm. I can hardly see anything. Ah, uh, there's the green light. Mom! Watch out, there's a car coming! What the? Ah! 
Yes, the unthinkable happened. No matter how careful the mother was driving, someone else was traveling too fast for the weather conditions and didn't see the red light. Now, this young family had to pay the price. As it turns out, this storm brought hardship not only to humans, but to a feline family in an alley located over 300 miles away in New York City. A mother cat had kittens seven weeks old that she tried to shelter in an old cardboard box and was moving them to a safer and warmer location in a nearby empty basement. While the little ones slept, the mother cat picked them up one at a time and brought them to their new home. While she was away on her second to last trip, one of the kittens woke up and became alarmed and confused. Not seeing his mother close by, he decided to venture out and look for her. There was no answer to the little one's cries. The heavy snow that had affected traffic in Ohio was also wreaking havoc in New York City. The plows were not able to keep up with the heavy snow, so the roads became slippery and slushy. Our little kitten found his way to the edge of the street, and as cars drove by, the vehicle's tires would throw ice-cold, wet slush all over him. But the kitten continued on aimlessly, because not only had he lost his family, he had lost his way. We must leave our cold, wet kitten and return to the car accident in the outskirts of Cleveland, Ohio. Base, we have an unconscious young injured party. Female, age approximately 10 years, with internal injuries, trauma on left side head, broken right tibia. Sending vitals. Why? Why her? All she wanted to do was see Santa. Why? Mobile 7, you have been cleared to take her to Children's Hospital in Cleveland. The crash unit is standing by. Oh, dear God, what can I do? <laughs> oh, God, it's all my fault, and I just... please, <laughs> if you would sit back and buckle up, we can get moving. There is nothing to describe the emotions of this young mother as she watched the EMT people hook up wires and attach IV units to her little girl. Unit 7, the Children's Hospital Emergency Room. We are in route. ETA 10 minutes, continuing to relay vital signs. As the ambulance traveled to their destination on the snow-covered and dangerous roads, the emergency room doctor gave out instructions to these dedicated people over the radio link. And just as quickly, the second EMT inside the ambulance complied with the doctor's orders, checking Jen's vital signs constantly. It seemed like a long and very lonely ride, and Ruby sat in her seat beside Jen, feeling helpless. The New York snowstorm also hindered traffic as our little kitten huddled close to a cold, tall brick building. Headlights from cars momentarily shone on the kitten, but only for a split second as they forged on through the thick air. The hour was getting late, and the temperature surrounding our little waif was starting to take its toll. He shivered, barely able to see, but kept struggling, moving forward until he couldn't go any further. He finally laid down next to the entrance door of a toy store, exhausted and fading away. However, on this special night, fate had other plans for him. 
The door opened unexpectedly in front of him. Two of Santa's elves stepped out of the doorway, carrying packages. One of them, Crystal, almost tripped over the little icy furball. Luckily, she glimpsed him from the corner of her eye and was first to exclaim, Oh my! Look, Snowshoe! Here on the ground! A little kitten! The poor thing is covered with so much snow. At first I thought it was just a lump. If I hadn't seen the ears move, I wouldn't have noticed. You're right, Crystal! Here, let me pick it up and I'll put it inside my coat where it's warm. Oh, this poor little thing is cold and soaked to the skin. It's going to take some time to thaw this one out. What should we do? We'll have no choice but to take it back with us. I have a feeling there's something special about him. Besides, it's too late to do anything else. The store is now closed. You mean we should take it all the way back home? Yes, Snowshoe. What will the boss say? This is the busiest time of the year, and and you know how everyone's scampering about to get things ready for the big guy. We'll just have to explain to Mr. C what happened here. He'll understand. Sure hope that Bernard understands, too. He sent us down here to get some parts that would take us too long to make ourselves and didn't ask for us to bring anything else back. (sighs) Ah... Come on, Crystal. We better get to the park where we left the sleigh. That new invisibility shield sure comes in handy. Can you imagine if someone would walk up to the sleigh and bump into it? They'd probably call the news media. Oh, boy. Yes, all we have to do is whistle, and Gasher will make some noise for us to find him. Come on, let's get moving and get this kitty warm again. Yeah, and this new old cap's making my ears itch. This is not the first time that Santa's elves have been sent down to obtain items for the North Pole toy shop. But I believe this will be the first time the elves will be bringing back more than what was on the list. Nurse, that's all we can do for now. We'll have to wait for the specialist team to get in. I'll go talk with whoever's with the child. Yes, Doctor. It's her mother, Ruby. Ruby Klein. Thank you. Hmm, my mother's name is Ruby. I guess I won't forget that. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, come to the nurse's station three. Nurse Patty, you have a call waiting at station one. Nurse Patty, call at station one. Mrs. Klein? Ruby Klein? Yes, Doctor. How is Jen? How is my baby? Your daughter is still unconscious and has some major trauma to her head as well as internal injuries. I have her stabilized, but we need to operate immediately, and we need your approval on some form. Yes, Doctor. Anything. Her dad's on his way. I'll sign whatever form you need. The administration personnel will be in here shortly. In the meantime, there is a very special team that is the best in northern Ohio for dealing with head trauma. They handle special cases such as your daughter's all the time. They should be here within 15 minutes. So while we're waiting and not losing time, I have given orders to Nurse Patty to have your daughter prepped and ready for them. Dr. Best is the head surgeon and leader of the team. I will let you know if anything else develops in the meantime. Thank you. Please help her. She's our only child. All she wanted to do was see Santa and give him her list. 
<laughs> we will do the best we can, but I need to get back to the ER. I or Dr. Best will let you know how Jennifer is. Thank you. Dr. Tapperzak, you're needed in room 217. Dr. Tapperzak, room 217, please. Nurse Patty, we have a return phone call for you at the ER desk. Patty Hall at the <laughs> ER desk. Why, dear Lord, why? Why did I have to go out tonight? Leaving New York City with their items bought from the store, Santa's two elves hurried to the North Pole in their sleigh, along with their precious cargo. Time was not on their side. Crystal, I'm not sure if we got this whole one in time. I can barely feel a heartbeat. Oh, please, little one, hang in there. Hope will be with you shortly. <laughs> Dr. Nash, you're wanted in operating room three. Dr. Nash, please go to operating room three. Dr. Best, your team is in operating room one. Dr. Best, report to operating room one. Nurse Patty, you're wanted in operating room one. Nurse Patty, to operating room Dear one. Lord, please, please. Honey, I got here as quick as I could. Traffic is almost at a standstill. Oh, Jim! How is Jim? What happened? <laughs> I know. I know. Here. Let's sit down here and, and, and tell me what happened. She, she's in surgery. Why? Why did I have to go out tonight? Jim, why? It was such a long line at the mall for Santa and I... The hospital surgical team, headed by Dr. Best, worked hour after hour to save the young girl's life. But complications developed in every turn they made. Sweat from the surgeon's forehead beaded up due to the intense work and hot, bright lights over the operating room table. Quick moving hands grasped the clamps to stop unwanted bleeding. Unfortunately, these were normal things that happen in life threatening situations every day at most hospitals. Life can cease in a moment, either for a little girl in a hospital or for a little kitten headed to the North Pole. save a life, no matter how much we want to. But maybe, with a little Christmas spirit and some prayer, and by letting me try something, we may have some hope. Let me have this little one. Thank you. Hmm, very strange. Let's see if this helps. Now, I'll try rubbing his chest. 
Come on, little one. Come on. Please, please. Look! The kitten's opening his eyes. You know, while this little one is here, we just can't keep calling him Kitty or Little One. I believe we need to give him a name. How about Snowball? Or Snowflake? Maybe Jingles? Nah. What about... Hmm. Skitten? There's always... What? Skitten! How did you arrive at a name like that? Santa and Kitten. Skitten? Skitten! Hmm, I like that. Then, little one, from now on you'll be known as Skitten. Hmm. Yes, I kind of like that myself. A very unique name, which I've never come across. Good choice. We'll have a name tag made especially for him right away. Yes! What? Did I just hear Skitten speak? Why are you so surprised, Snowshoe? Once an animal is given a name and approved by the Christmas spirit, they can speak up here at the North Pole. B but this little kitten? Why should he be an exception? So, Skitten, what do you think of your new name? I love it. Thank you, Crystal. Well, well, seems we have learned something else about the magic of the North Pole. Some animals can speak when given a name. But as little Christmas magic saved the life of one small kitten, would it be enough to save the life of a small child? I'm afraid that's all we can do. Uh, Dr. K, if you please close. I think it'd be best if I talked to her parents. Nurse, uh, keep an eye on her vitals. Any change at all, I want to know immediately. I will, Doctor. And if I may say so, I know you did your best. Yeah, but was it enough? Time will tell, as always. Time will tell. And a little prayer. Jim Klein? Yes? How is our daughter? Well, we found a lot of internal bleeding, but we think we stopped it. Oh, thank goodness. However, um, I, I have to be honest with you both. She's still not out of the woods yet. Uh, she has a broken right leg, uh, right about here, and a, a massive concussion. It's what we call cerebral edema, but also known as swelling of the brain. Uh, our biggest concern now is that uh, we removed part of her skull, uh, you know, to give uh, the brain room to expand and and hopefully prevent damaging or destroying the brain stem. 
Uh, we have that in a solution until the swelling goes down, but I'm afraid that there's still a chance she could have some brain damage. Or, I'm, I'm truly sorry. Right now, she's still unconscious. When will she come to? My, uh, my best answer is we simply just don't know. Uh, we're going to move her to ICU, and as soon as we have her settled in, uh, you'll be allowed to go visit her. I'll have the nurse come in and let you know. Is there anything we can do? Uh, no, really, it's up to her now. Thank you, Dr. Best, for everything. Uh, honey. <laughs> I know, dear. All we can do is wait and pray. Oh, Jim. every so often. Yeah, like when one of our elves wanted to become a dentist, they tried to discourage him, but he became the best dentist we ever had. Then there was the time when the other reindeer wouldn't play with the new one because of his shining nose. Now he leads the Christmas sleigh for Mr. C. Boy, did he ever come in handy. More times than I can remember. Oh, oh, and remember the time King Icecap stole the North Star? Santa, along with us, had to go down to his castle at the South Pole. My, was that an adventure. I will never forget that trip. It got so warm on the way south. Wow, you sure didn't keep busy. We love being busy. That's because we know that all of Santa's toys will only go to good girls and boys. Hi, Crystal. Oh, hi, Duncan. How are you doing today? Santa said I could help if I wanted to, until I'm delivered to a needy family this Christmas. So I thought I would replace some of these small worn-out tools with new ones from the machine shop. Excuse me, I didn't see the little one. Is that puppy talking? You shouldn't be surprised an animal can talk. You're talking as well. <laughs> You're right. I am. Well... Better get these tools replaced before it causes the line to shut down. Santa? Yes, Bernard? We are receiving a very strong psychic signal from a little girl. Did you track down that signal? Yes, sir. I have the location. It wasn't hard to find at all. The signal is strong. It's from a hospital in Cleveland. Do we know the little girl's name and her exact location? There are a lot of big hospitals there. Yes, sir. Her name is Jennifer on the 10th floor in the ICU ward at Children's Hospital. And Santa? Yes? We just got a letter from our operative in that area. Uh, from that same little girl who gave it to him. What did she want? An iPad? cell phone, or maybe in a computer. No. All she wrote down was she wanted a kitten and that it already had to have its shots and some starting food. A kitten? I can't deliver a kitten within a hospital. The red tape would be a mile long. Sir, I think you should read this report from another helper within that hospital. 
Oh my. Oh my. It is truly busy this time of the year at the North Pole. But at a hospital ICU ward, it is busy 24 hours a day, all year. At any moment, something could go horribly wrong, and the staff must respond immediately. ICU wards is where people are sent and closely watched, not only by dedicated nurses and doctors, but by machines that keep track of heart, lungs, and even brain waves. And right now, Jennifer's brain waves, as the chart indicates, appear to be higher than normal for an unconscious person. Could this mean she sent the signal that the North Pole was picking up? The nurse who assisted Dr. Best in the operating room asked to take care of Jen in the ICU. She was granted permission and watched over her like a guardian angel. Oh, now what? What? The nurse quickly checked all the instruments as another doctor entered the room. He heard the alarm go off at the nurse's station and rushed to Jen's room. Doctor, her blood pressure is dropping. Get two units of blood in here, stat. I want both of the units put into her at a higher feed. She has a rupture somewhere. Contact Dr. Best. We're sending her back to the operating room. And send in some more help. Yes, doctor. I'll also contact the operating room crew to be expecting her, and I'll stay with her if you don't mind. When you finish, head on down and get scrubbed up. It seems that everything didn't go as well as expected. Complications can develop at any time, as the staff of ICU knows all too well. Dr. Best to operating room one immediately. Dr. Best to operating room one immediately. Surgical team standing by. Dr. Best to operating room one. What happened? Her blood pressure plummeted. We have two units of blood going per the request of the ICU doctor. Have you scrubbed up yet? Yes, doctor. Good. I can use your help inside the operating room. All right, let's go in. Surgical team standing by. Dr. Best to operating room one. Jim, did you hear that? I heard Dr. Best called. Don't worry, honey. It could be for another person. Jen is probably resting in the ICU, and they'll be soon letting us know that it's okay to see her. Doctor, Doctor what is what's it? Is wrong? Jen all right? Is Jen all right? There were some complications with your daughter's blood pressure. It went down below acceptable levels, and we're checking to see if a blood vein opened up at a different location. Dr. Best is with her now, in the operating room, trying to find the cause. As soon as we know more, someone will let you know. We're not sure how long this could take, Dr. Best is moving as quickly as possible. Can I get you folks anything? A coffee or sandwiches? Nothing for me. No, thank you. Please let us know anything as soon as you can. We will. Oh, Jim, Jim, why? I drove as safely as I could. Why did it have to happen to us? Why? I wish I knew, honey. I wish I knew. Many things happen in the world, some good and some bad. Let's travel back to the North Pole, to the point when Santa had just finished reading the letter from Jennifer.
my North Star. She did ask for a kitten. We checked our records and found she had also requested one last year. And? Well, it didn't have any left after you dropped the last one in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, I do remember that kitten. She sure was a feisty one. I had to ask Mrs. C to resew the tassel back on top of my hat. <laughs> hmm. But to get a kitten into a hospital, I'm going to need some special help. Bernard, give me the SC department on the phone. Yes, sir. Surprise? I need the department to help me out. I have a very special request for you. This is a very special project, and I need to get into... I understand, Santa. I'll get my team right on it, and we'll get back with you ASAP. Thank you, Essie. I'll need it for the big trip. Understood, Mr. C. As they say here, we deliver PDQ. <laughs> well, we got them working on that problem. I better see someone else about the main one. and I take you down to the kitchen for some milk. Oh, that would be wonderful. I almost forgot how hungry I am with all the excitement going on. You're going to love our milk. T.E., can we borrow the E.T.? Please, can I ask what does T.E. and E.T. stand for? Skitten, we know each other's names so well that we often go by just initials. Except for the boss, but we do like to call him Mr. C sometimes. And then there's the head elf, Bernard. Like mine is SS, and Crystal is CC. TE stands for Timothy Elf, and ET stands for Elf Transportation. It's almost like an electric golf cart, but smaller. It runs on methane, which we get from... Well, we won't say. It's a special process we have, and we keep it secret. I don't know what a golf cart looks like, but I'll keep my eyes out for one. You said the crystal's initials are CC? Well, CC does stand for... If you don't mind, I'll tell him. CC stands for crystal clear, but I like to go by the name of Crystal, if you please. Well, here we are. Thank you, T.E. Kitten, would you like to go for a ride? It's a bit far to the kitchen. Yes, that would be nice. My paws are still a little numb. Okay, how about you ride in the back with me? Snowshoe, would you drive, please? You bet. I always love driving the E.T. And away we go.
Welcome to the North Pole Kitchen. Froopy. You haven't seen anything yet. Now this is the kitchen. <gasps> Skip, come on over here and have some milk. Oh, yes, thank you. milk, the best milk we can find. We have some caribou out in the barn, and when we need some milk, we ask. And they haven't said no yet. Oh, I'm so I couldn't lick another Crystal Snowshoe, would you bring Skid to the August, please? Nurse Patty, please report to the nurse's station. Nurse Patty, please report to the nurse's station. Dr. True, you're needed in the delivery room. Dr. True, you're wanted in the delivery room. Jim, Ruby, I have some news for you. Yes, Dr. Best? I understand the ICU doctor came in and informed you of Jennifer's drop in blood pressure? Yes. How was our daughter? Uh, we did find the cause. Uh, we were able to close the wound. She's still unconscious, but the swelling has gone down a little, so we replaced the part of her cranium that we removed. Uh, it still remains up to her now as to what happens next, but we are monitoring her very closely. She'll be returned to the ICU shortly. Someone will come to get you. Will it be soon? I'm sure it won't be long. Here, honey, why don't you sit down, and I'll get us some coffee. Okay. Crystal Snowshoe, would you bring Skid to the office, please? You better hurry and get you there, Skidder. I'll drive the E.T. and get us there faster. Best that the elves can make. We better hurry in. Ah, there you are. We were in the kitchen getting getting some more milk. Very good. Did you enjoy it? Oh yes, Santa. It was the creamiest milk I've ever tasted. Of course, I've only ever had mommy's milk. Understandable, Skin. In a few days, it will be Christmas Eve. On that night, I deliver all the toys to good boys and girls around the world. We have a special request from a little girl that's now in the hospital. She wants, and I think needs, a special kitten just like you. You mean I will have my own little girl that will take care of me? Well, that is my intent. But there may be a problem. You see, I normally don't deliver kittens or puppies to hospitals. And this little girl is very sick. Oh, Santa, please take me. I want to go. From what my contact reports to me, she was in a car accident, and the little girl is having a very difficult time because of her injuries. The doctors are doing the best they can to heal her, 
but sometimes the best may not be good enough. What I'm saying, Skidden, is even if my special effects team can get us in, things may not work out as expected. I may have to bring you back. I understand, Santa. But we still must find a way to help her. Santa, can I take care of Skitten till you leave on Christmas Eve? I would be very happy if you would. Okay, it's settled. Skitten, you'll be up front with me on Christmas Eve, along with our North Pole helper puppy, Duncan. And I'll make sure that the heater is working. Ho, 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 ho. The time passed quickly at the North Pole. Everyone was getting ready for the big day. Skitten, the North Pole kitten, was even told how to spot Santa's special helpers. These also included elves, which may still be on a shopping spree, just like the one that saved his life. The way to spot a helper would be the twinkle in their eye that is shaped like the North Star. But that is a very closely guarded secret, and told only to very special creatures. Time could not be said to pass quickly in an ICU room at Children's Hospital in Cleveland, Ohio. Jennifer's parents spent hours at her bedside, each taking turns holding her hands, praying for the slightest movement. The swelling in her little brain had gone down, but she still remained. The minutes seemed like hours as the whole staff, each taking turns, also stayed and watched her. The ER nurse was diligent, staying at the little girl's bedside, even on her time off. Santa's all ready for you, Skitten. You nervous? He, he can't be any more nervouser than Duncan. Look at him, chasing his tail. I think he may catch it. Yes! Very nervous. I want to thank you both. Not just only for saving my life, but showing me all the wonderful things you built at Santa's Toy Factory. I'm totally speechless. I'm afraid pretty soon you will be. Ouch! Oops, that was a bad joke. We're just so happy we found you in time. Skitten. If something goes wrong, we would like you to know that you will always have a home with us. Thank you. I will always remember you both. It's time to go, everyone. The sled is all loaded and the rangers are anxious to get started. Duncan, Skitten, it's time. I'm ready, Santa. I'm even wearing a beautiful bow that I was given. And I'm ready, Santa. Will I be dropped off first? No, Duncan will be dropped off first in the United Kingdom. And as we travel west, it will be your turn. We will move so quickly, it will not take much time at all. I have the fastest reindeer around. <laughs> of course, with them able to fly, that sure does help. <laughs> so, if you two be kind enough to sit on the seat with me, we'll be off. Normally, we arrive when everyone is asleep. But at a hospital, it would be extremely hard not to be noticed. Okay, everyone, up through the clouds and off to our first stop. Bye, Duncan. Bye, Skip. 
as Santa's sleigh traveled higher in the night sky, with the North Star shining brightly to guide them, they headed towards their first stop, faster than the fastest jet. It wasn't long before night had fallen and snow was drifting down upon the city where the little girl remained unconscious. Christmas Eve had come, but there was nothing to celebrate on the ICU floor. Friends and strangers alike had dropped off presents and stuffed animals for Jennifer, even a few stuffed kittens. Ruby and Jim held each other's hands as they sat next to their daughter, looking for any positive signs of recovery. But they only heard the noises of the machines that monitored Jennifer's vital signs. However, unknown to everyone, there was movement on the roof of the hospital. It wasn't a helicopter, but the sounds of reindeer hooves that were gently landing on top of the new fallen snow. Yes, this is your stop, and there is a very special family that needs you down there. But how are we going to get to her without us being seen, at least by one person? I think I have that solved. I can get us into Jennifer's room with my Christmas magic, and the special effects spray that the elves came up with. This will make us not only invisible, but no one will be able to hear us for at least one minute. Santa, how is it that I can still talk to you? at the North Pole, where your Christmas magic allows me to speak. <laughs> this sled is part of the North Pole. But as soon as we leave it and the spray wears off, you will not be able to verbalize in human language anymore. I have to determine if you can stay before then or go back with me. But Santa, you told me that animals are not allowed in a hospital unless they are really special. Moist kitten. You are very special. You persisted when other kittens would have given up. You have something magical about you. I sensed it when we first met. It wasn't all me and Christmas magic that brought you back from the edge. I guess it's time I go. Please tell Crystal and Snowshoe I will miss them. Oh, I think someday we will see you again. Now... Get into my folded arms, and I will spray us both. You will become visible before I do, because of your size, and I won't spray as much on you. Close your eyes now. Within a heartbeat, Santa and Skitten appeared next to Jennifer's bed, but no one noticed. Skitten, this is Jennifer. Oh my goodness. She almost looks like Crystal. Do you hear something? No, but I'm half asleep. I I heard it that time, but where is it coming from? Honey, look on Jennifer's pillow. I can't believe it. A live kitten? No, it can't be. A kitten can't pop out of thin air. I, I must be seeing things. Then we both are, because I see a kitten by Jenny's ear. Jim, look! Jenny's eyes are opening. Oh, my goodness! Oh, kitty. My Christmas wish came true. Oh, kitty. What What's this? You have a tag. And on it is the word... Kitten? 
Your name is Skipper. What a beautiful name. The voice of the kitten had the magical power needed to bring Jennifer out of her unconsciousness. As the little kitten looked around and saw his new family, he noticed a lady with a white cap on and wearing all white clothes. She had the word Patty on her name tag. And when he looked up at her warm, glowing face, he saw two beautiful, twinkling eyes. And those twinkles were shaped like the North Pole Star. Santa kissed the kitten goodbye and was ready to return to the sleigh, but not before looking at the nurse and giving her a smile. Nurse Patty, one of Santa's helpers, smiled back at Santa, both knowing that two hearts came together that night. Jennifer got her Christmas present early in the form of a small furry kitten and a lifelong friend. But her parents received an even better gift that Christmas Eve, the beginning of their daughter's full recovery. With help from kind friends and a Christmas miracle, they became a family once again. MisfitsAudio.com, its CEO, staff, and all the voice actors wish you a happy and safe holiday. And we also hope you've enjoyed this original broadcast written by the CEO himself and posted at MisfitsAudio.com. That's M-I-S-F-I-T-S-A-U-D-I-O.com. If you wish to download this story, please note the audio must be kept in its entirety. Also, we have other audios free of charge. So please go to our site, Misfits Audio, all one word, MisfitsAudio.com, and let us know what you thought of our story. Now it's my pleasure to acknowledge our cast. Kristen Zaza as Ruby. Miriam Reed as Jennifer. Moses Beislis as the EMT. Joe Nisbet as Bass. Miriam Reed as Crystal. Jordan Reynolds as Snowshoe. Peter Cat as the ER doctor. Lynn Cullen as ER nurse Patty. Murray Retread as the hospital announcer. Captain John Tadrazak as Senna. Darren Marlar as Dr. Best. Brian Reed as Jim. Alana Reed as Duncan, the puppy. Donald L. Pizzolatus as Bernard, an ICU doctor. Peter Cadd as Surprise Elf. And Tammy Reed, who played Skitten. Santa's Kitten was written by Captain John Tadrazak, who retains all rights to the audio, written story, and characters. Music for Santa's Kitten was composed and performed by San Wu at samwu1010 at yahoo.com.cn. Producer, Captain John Tadrazak. Post-production and sound effects, James Magata. Editors, Miles Liptek. Webmaster, April Sadowski. I'm your narrator, John Specht. This audio was produced by Misfits Audio Production Company with permission from Captain John Tadrazak. Copyright 2011. In memory of Ruby Klein Tatterzak. This story is a work of fiction. Any characters are the product of the writer's imagination, and any resemblances with the actual people are purely coincidental. With the exception of Ruby Klein, for whom this story is dedicated, some places are based on real locations with the intent to bring to the forefront the hard work and dedication of our healthcare specialists.